Good morning, everyone. We're glad to have you join us for this week's broadcast. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. Our scripture comes from the book of Joshua, chapter 2, beginning in verse number 1. And Joshua, the son of Nun, sent out of Shem two men to spy secretly, saying, Go view the land, even Jericho. And they went and came into a harlot's house named Rahab and lodged there. And it was told the king of Jericho, saying, Behold, there came men in hither tonight of the children of Israel to search out the country. And the king of Jericho sent unto Rahab, saying, Bring forth the men that are come to thee, which are entered into thine house, for they may be come to search out all the country. The first thing we want to see this morning is the survey. The survey. Moses sent men in to the promised land publicly, and we know that when they come back, Joshua and Caleb said, we are well able to take it, but everybody else said that we could not, the spies that he sent. But here Joshua, he sends spies in privately to see the land, and man's plan would seem that he sent them to see the land to see what they was up against. But if you remember, this land was promised to the nation of Israel. God had already said it was So it would seem that this was a useless errand. But as we read the story, as we go on, we find out that that although man's plan might have been to see the land, to spy out the land, God had a plan too. And that plan was to save Rahab, to save her family. I want you to know this morning, there are no useless errands for God. Whenever you go out into, into the highways and hedges, when you go to the post office or grocery store oftentimes you'll run into somebody i had somebody that i run into this past week and we talked a little bit he found out that i was a pastor and he told me he said i don't know how many more times god is going to have to nudge me before i submit and go into ministry he had been to bible college he had studied he had prepared but he was not doing what god had called him to do but see what to me might have been a useless errand. It was a business deal that did not happen. For God, it had a purpose. It had a reason to nudge that person's heart. We need to remember wherever we go that God is going to use us. We need to have our eyes open, be ready to submit to the Holy Spirit, listen to the Holy Spirit and be guided because in a moment's notice, we could find ourselves doing work for the master. I want you to see, we see the survey, but we see the sinner, Rahab. Two women are mentioned by name in God's honor roll of faith. In Hebrews chapter 11, we see Sarah, a godly woman, the wife of the first of the Hebrew race, the mother of Isaac. But the other woman mentioned by name was Rahab, the harlot, a Gentile who worshiped pagan gods. What a difference between these two ladies they are. But where sin abounded, grace did much more abound in Romans 5.20. We too are unfaithful. Isaiah 53.6 says, all we, are like, all we like sheep have gone astray where we turned everyone to his own way. We too seek out and look for things other than our God, other than the one that would save us. Or if you're a Christian today, the one that has saved us, we too are unfaithful. I'm reminded of the book of Hosea, how Gomer how Gomer had to be bought back and how Hosea pursued her, how he loved her. And we need to always remember that Christ loves 
and pursues us even when we were and even when we are unfaithful. I'm glad we have a Savior that don't throw us away. He won't forget about us and give up on us. Amen. We look, we see also the scheme in verse number three. And the king of Jericho sent unto Rahab, saying, Bring forth the men. Go down to verse number four. And the woman took the two men and hid them and said thus, There came men unto me, but I wist not whence they were. And it came to pass about the time of the shutting of the gate when it was dark that the men went out. Whether the men went, I wot not pursue after them quickly, for ye shall overtake them. But she had brought them up to the roof of the house and hid them with stalks of flax, which she had laid in order upon the roof. If you go to verse 15, then she let them down. We see that she let them down by a cord through the window, for her house was upon the town wall, and she dwelt upon the lot wall. And she said unto them, Get you to the mountain, lest the pursuers meet you, and hide yourselves there three days until the pursuers be returned. And afterward, may ye go your way. We see her scheme, and we've got to stop. I'm a critical thinker. We've got to stop here, and we've got to realize that she told a lie. And it is important that we know today that just because this is recorded, the Bible here is simply telling us what happened. The lie is not justified in the passage. The Bible merely states that it happened. We've got to remember we're talking about a woman that recently come to faith, a woman that was a Gentile, a harlot. What else could we expect but her to make a mistake? But as a Christian today, what is your excuse? What is your excuse for telling a lie, telling a little white lie? What is your excuse? Amen. We need to stop and we need to remember. We need to make sure that we try our best to be truthful. I I believe that if she had determined in her heart that she would not lie, I believe God would have made another way. I believe God would have worked in a different way. We see the scheme. We see the scarlet thread in verse number 17 and 18. The Bible says, And the men said unto her, We will be blameless of this, thine oath which thou hast made us swear. She made them promise to come back to save her and her her father. Behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window which thou didst let us down by, and thou shalt bring thy father and thy mother and thy brethren and all thy father's household home to thee. This ordinary thread, this part of the rope that she had let them down by, it would have looked like a decoration. It would have looked like an ornament to some. And a lot of people see our our faith, our religion, as we go to church on Sunday morning, as you're most likely heading to church now, as we faithfully serve God and carry our Bible, they see that as a decoration. They see it as just another religion. But oh, to us, to us, it is so much more. It might have seemed like a decoration to some, but to her, it was her salvation. We need to remember the most important thing about Rahab is her faith, her her trust. Without faith, it is impossible to please him, Hebrews eleven six. And with us, the most important thing is our faith, her tying that ribbon in the window, her actions in saving the spies was simply her faith in action. We are not saved by our works. We are not saved by anything we we do. We are saved by our faith, our trust in Jesus Christ. And we need to remember that is the most important thing. Last of all, we see the saved family in verses 12, 12 and 13. 
Now therefore I pray you, swear unto me by the Lord, since I have showed you kindness, that you will also show kindness unto my father's house, and give me a true token that ye will save alive my father and my mother and my brethren and my sisters and all that they have and deliver our lives from death. That's the covenant she asked for. And if you go on over to chapter number 6 and verse 22, But Joshua had said unto the two men that had spied out the country, Go into the harlot's house and bring out thence the woman and all that she hath, as ye swear unto her and the young men that were spies went in and brought out Rahab and her father and her mother and her brethren and all that she had. And they brought out all her kindred and left them without the camp of Israel. We see the saved family. Not only was she mentioned in the honor roll of faith, she ended up in the lineage of Christ. Her family ended up, you remember this is the mother of Boaz. This concern, we see the concern for her family god said shall i hide from abraham that thing which i do speaking of the judgment of sodom and gomorrah for i know him he will command his children and household after him in genesis 18 if you go to acts 16 we see the family of the philippian jailer they come to christ later that night we've got to admire we've got to respect her concern for her family and we too we should have that concern and i believe if we are faithful we are faithful with ourselves, with our life and serving God and doing what we should. I believe that God will be faithful just as he saved Rahab's family here, just as he saved the family of the Philippian jailer. I believe we can give our family to God. We can trust him to save our family. Amen. We have the survey, the sinner, the scheme, the scarlet thread, and the saved family. I hope this message is a blessing to you we pray that uh, you have a good service this morning wherever you are going if you don't have a home church we'd love to invite you to riverside baptist church 871 riverside drive Asheville, north carolina god bless